welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Super cool quote this morning submitted by my man, uh, Chris Benitez. Chris Benitez says this. 
Actually, this isn't, how, this isn't how he said it. But he says, the quote that he submitted in the Morning Five Planner, it said, you can't accept a no from someone who doesn't have the authority to say yes. And when I read that this morning, I thought, wow, that's really powerful, Chris. I appreciate you sending that over. And so I popped over and Googled the quote, and it actually comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. And the way she put it is, never allow a person to tell you no who doesn't have the power to say yes. <laughs> How often do we do this, right? How many times do we take the feedback, the opinions, we, we toss an idea, somebody tells us no, when they really don't have any authority whatsoever. It's amazing how often we do this in our lives. So Chris, I love that. I think that's a great way for us to start today as we talk about a guy named Martin Luther King Jr. who definitely did not accept no's from anyone that wasn't able to tell him Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is uh, Monday. That's right, today is Monday, January 17th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Monday, January 17th, 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most and I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. I hope you had an amazing weekend. Uh, we had an amazing weekend and a little bit of snow last night. So I hope you're being careful this morning if you're out and about moving around and you've had any type of weather. Uh, but today is also Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This happens on the third Monday of every January. We come together and we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, which is actually January 15th. He was born in 1929, okay? Now, Martin Luther King Jr. was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, as they call it. And King grew up, so obviously, clearly, he grew up in the extremely racially charged South. Now, back then, when Martin Luther King grew up, this area was governed by Jim Crow laws, something called Jim Crow laws, okay? And Martin Luther King managed to pull people together in a way never seen before or since, even in the midst of all these Jim Crow laws. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that I love about uh, this particular show right here, hashtag Rise and Grind, is it's an opportunity for us to pull people together, like my co-hosts, Sarah McCord, Scott Simons, Lolita, and Marvin. There they are. Uh, Sarah's fuzzy. Oh, no, I don't know why she's a little fuzzy. She was so clear earlier. But like my co-hosts, Sarah McCord, Marvin, Lolita, and Scott coming in from all over the United States. 
and across the pond. Marvin coming in from London, Lolita coming in from Maryland. We've got Sarah, who's also in that DC area, and Scott coming in from Virginia. And I love the diversity of this panel right here, right? That's what I love. We got all the different colors, all the different belief systems, all the different backgrounds, all those different things. How are y'all doing this morning? A-okay. Looking at the snow out the window. We're so excited to talk about service and where we've come. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. would be 93. Right. Amazing. Crazy, mm -hmm. right? I love it. I yeah. love it. Scott, you doing all right out there in VA? Yes, absolutely, Glenn. Great to see everybody today. I love Mondays. We're dealing with a little bit of adversity here. We got a little bit of snow, but it's no big deal. We'll fight through it. But I hope everybody had a great weekend. Yeah, man. And Marvin, what's it like over there in London? Oh, no, Marvin, we can't hear you. It's great in London. <laughs> we can't hear you, Marvin. <laughs> Sarah, what's it like over there in D.C.? Well, it's snowed here, too. Um, it's beautiful. It's I'm going to get my camera right, but... Um, yeah, things are going well. And like Lolita said, it's just, a, it's a, it's a important day and I'm excited for the conversations ahead for sure. Yes, they are going to Absolutely. be. Um, oh, there's Marvin. I hear you. Hey, yeah, sure. I, I, I literally was saying, I'm, I'm, I don't want to jinx it here. I'm looking at my window and it, it looks like a, this blue sky It's cold outside. Don't get me wrong. The temperature's like all kinds of wrong, but these blue skies, it's a nice spring looking day. So I don't want to jinx it because, you know, literally you breathe wrong and it will rain. Okay, well, on that note right there, we're done talking to you, Marvin. How you going to bring that in, gentlemen? We're all cold and snowy over here. No, but seriously, I love that Hashtag Rise and Grind has been able to bring together not only my amazing co-host, but it brings this entire community together in such a powerful way, right? And again, it's people of all different ages, all different creeds, all different colors, and I feel like Hashtag Rise and Grind really represents a vision of what Martin Luther King had in mind back in those days. Now, I want you to understand, to give you an idea of what Martin Luther King Jr. was up against back in those days, here are some specific Jim Crow laws that existed in Georgia at the time of Martin Luther King, uh, his upbringing, okay? These are, very, these are the actual Jim Crow laws. So the law in mental hospitals was... The Board of Control shall see that the proper and distinct apartments are arranged for said patients, so that in no case shall Negroes and white persons be together, period. There also had a Jim Crow law about marriage. It shall be unlawful for a white person to marry anyone except a white person. Any marriage in violation of this section shall be void. It was illegal, period. Barbers, no colored barber, shall serve as a barber to white women or girls. If your hands were black, you weren't able to do white folks' hair. Literal laws. You would go to jail. Some other Jim Crow laws that existed during Martin Luther King's upbringing. When it came to burials, the officer in charge shall now bury or allow to be buried any colored persons upon ground set apart or used for the burial of white people. So even in death, black bodies and white bodies weren't allowed to be together. When it came to restaurants, all persons licensed to conduct a restaurant shall serve either white people exclusively 
or colored people exclusively and shall not sell to the two races within the same room or serve the two races anywhere under the same license. Now, there was also some laws when it came to baseball. Negro players were not allowed to play within two blocks of white players, and white players were not allowed to play within two blocks of black players. These were actual laws. Now, there was also a law about parks, it is unlawful for colored people to frequent any park owned or maintained by the city for the benefit, use, and enjoyment of white persons. And it is unlawful for any white person to frequent any park owned or maintained by the city for the use and benefit of colored persons. You couldn't even drink together. All persons licensed to conduct business and selling beer or wine shall serve either white people exclusively or colored people exclusively. It was a different world. Now, not to mention, on top of these Jim Crow laws, black people did not and were not allowed to vote in the state of Georgia and other southern states as well. And most of them were basically put into a position of indentured servitude. Their children were served up for labor reasons. Their travel was completely controlled. And the police system and the court system was literally controlled by former Confederate soldiers, which made it very difficult to win court cases or to stay out of run-ins with the police. Black people were jailed more and given much longer sentences for petty crimes. Now, in the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of that, Martin Luther King not only led the charge which got the Civil Rights Acts, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 passed, which ultimately banned discrimination based on color, he also got the Voting Rights Act of 1965 passed, which gave, gave all black people the right to vote. Now, Martin Luther King Jr. did this in a way that was nonviolent, on one side anyway, that was nonviolent, and he literally brought people together of all ages, backgrounds, creeds, colors, and ultimately paved the way so that my parents my dad who's black, my mom who's white, my parents who were 11 and 13 at the age, or they were 11 and 13 at the time of Martin Luther King's death in 1968. But he paved the way so that they could get married and so that they could have me. Like, it's an absolute honor and a privilege to have the opportunity to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. today here on Hashtag Rising Grind, and not just today, but all week. All week here on Hashtag Rise and Grind, we're going to celebrate Martin, the things that he's done, and how powerful it is when we, as humanity, come together. Before we do, though, you know what we got to do on this show. 
<laughs> you know we gotta do some dancing up in here. That's right. We gotta do some dancing. Let's go, let's go, let's go. For those of you that know, and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right, I need you to hit that share button. Because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. If you're on Clubhouse, share it out. Facebook, you know what to do. Over on LinkedIn, hook us up. It's also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up, I'll say what's up back. How you doing, Jacqueline Underwood? What's up, Gloria Bond? How you doing, Angela Heath and Renee Noor? What's up, Christina Howard? How you doing, Valerie Oakley? Tosh Queen is in the building. Lakeisha Mosley is up in here this morning. What's up, James Boardwine? Melanie Seal-Jones. We've got uh, uh, Sophia is in the building. How you doing, Wendy? How you doing, Anthony Foster? I see Angie Lane, Peter Ainsworth, Gloria. Everybody's up in here on Hashtag Rise and Grind this morning. I love it. I am so glad you're here. I'm ready to get our bodies moving. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. But let's keep rocking and rolling this morning, all right? We're going to have an incredible week here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. Thanks for being with us. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. And we really are going to dive in and celebrate and understand Martin Luther King and his ability to bring people together in an extremely, extremely powerful way. A pleasure to present to you. Dr. Martin Luther King, J.R. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream 
that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream come true. And so let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi. From every mountainside. Let freedom ring and when we When we allow freedom ring. When we let it ring from every village and every hamlet from every state and every city. 
children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, free at last. It is a message that I believe rings true and is still so needed today. Thanks for joining us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. And we got to tell you, we're super excited about the new Morning 5 Planner. If you've been looking for community, you've been looking to connect with like-minded and like-hearted people, people that like to rise and write their gratitudes and their goals, people that are interested in evolving into the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, then the Morning 5 Planner is for you. That's right. You can go to themorning5planner.com and get you one today. I don't know about you, but there's just something about little Martin in the morning. I'm just saying, there's just something about little Martin in the morning. Maybe it's just me, but uh, he just, man, the, the poetic ability he has to move people is really phenomenal, isn't it? It is. It, it is, is indeed. Powerful. Powerful. I, I, I was, I was, I was back, back here, here and tears were coming out of my eyes and just really thinking about my 91-year-old grandmother, my own mom, my dad, and the struggles that we still have today, you know, it just brings so much to the forefront that we've come from so far, thank God, but there's so much farther and further to go and how still in a case that 2022, we still stand and need to say these same things because freedom, equality, equity, emancipation, just all of these things are still so prevalent today. So thank you, Glenn, for bringing light to allow our ears to remember, right? Our eyes to see and witness. It's just so powerful, so much to say. Absolutely. I, I thought the video was also powerful and, and I, I really appreciate the, the full length version because I've seen clips um, of that, and obviously I've heard the the, the speech. Um, I've, I've lost count of how many times, but to actually watch the video, the full length uh, uh, video, and and see the crowd and the interaction with the crowd and the responses to the different parts of the speech and the diversity that, that was actually there, it, it makes it even more powerful. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that I actually sort of uh, uh, sat and watched that, and hopefully the people watching enjoyed it also. I think too, you know, Lolita really hit the nail on the head as always when she said how far we've come and how far we have to go. So I actually had a really beautiful experience at Target this weekend. I was pushing my girls in the cart. And as most of you know, my girls are biracial and someone was walking by and said, oh, they're so beautiful. And my older daughter, my five and a half year old goes, mommy, why do people always stop us and tell us we're beautiful? Which I have to tell you is such a beautiful moment that people see my biracial girls and stop them and tell them that they're beautiful all the time. But I'm also cognizant that um, it's proven in this country that, you know, as as my children and as children of color age, sometimes that changes. They, people go from looking at them as really cute to maybe looking at them as a threat when they're wearing the same little hoodie and the same little outfit. And so I really think it's important today to celebrate people telling my babies how beautiful they are and also make sure that when they're my babies, when they're 16 and 26 and 36, that people still think that they're really beautiful and really safe. So that's kind of what's on my heart this morning. Absolutely. And Glenn, thank you for sharing that this morning. I mean, you know, if you watch that video and that message, how can you not feel great emotion? And I agree 
with Lolita's comments that, you know, and, and that we've came a long way, but we still have a long way to go. You know, one of my favorite quotes from Martin Luther King is, and I, and I reference it often, you know, if you can't fly, then run. You know, if you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, keep moving forward. And I often reference that quote uh, a lot. And I, I kind of, that's my mantra in life. So I've learned so much from uh, Martin Luther King. And, you know, what a, what a fantastic way to start this day and uh, start these discussions about what we can do more. And uh, Glenn, thank you for sharing that this morning uh, on this beautiful morning. Thank you. Yeah, man. Anyway, I, I, I think we do have so much we can still do. And I think more than anything, what really inspires me, um, you know, about King is I, I think about the resources and the tools that he had versus the resources and tools we have, right? Like they literally were like, stick a flyer up on a pole with a staple. All y'all need to meet down at the, at the, at the Lincoln Memorial. Like everybody was just kind of telling everybody, right? And they were able to get, you know, a million people to, to, to show up at this particular event. I was at the, uh, you know, Raiders game with my son this weekend. There was 66,000 people there. That's a lot of people, right? But that's nothing compared to the amount of people that, that he was able to uh, activate and really get to, to, to this, this place with no cell phones, no internet, no sending text reminders, no email list, right? Like, incredible. And, to me, that part's really incredible. And, and Dr. King, he did it in a nonviolent way. You know, no matter what, we need to respect each other and respect each other's opinions. And violence doesn't, doesn't, it only makes things worse. So what's so impressive is, is he changed a world and didn't have to attack or do anything to anybody. And, and that's what I think I admire and respect him so much. Plus, he didn't have the social media. He didn't have the, the tools um, that we have today. Imagine if he would have. What would have been? What would have been like social media back then? Oh my gosh! You see what it's like today. <laughs> um, you know, just a lot of respect for that man and the impact he's made in this world. And let's talk about motivation. Let's talk about inspiration. Let's talk about education and put Martin Luther King right at the forefront, right? I remember being in college. I remember being at Morgan State University and the Million Man March was coming up. And I remember making sandwiches and bags to pack those buses and make sure that impact was going to be made and people were absolutely showing up. My point is that the vision is still there. The words are still there. When we listen to Martin Luther King, we get motivated, we get inspired, and we also are educated to go out and figure out what is going to be our footprint, right? Whether small or large, to begin to impact the nation right where we stand, because we have the power to do it. That's why this programming is so important, because the words, the messages, the insight allows you to shift to action, right? Thanks, Dr. Martin Luther King. It's a wonderful day. Absolutely. You can feel that energy, Lolita, man. Like, I absolutely love it. I feel I'm that energy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can feel it. I can feel it. I'm like, I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, and I love no, what I Marvin said about you know, listening to the whole thing, because we've all seen little clips. You can see little clips, but when you watch the whole thing and you, and you, and you, you know, it's only six and a half minutes long, but when you, when you watch the whole thing, listen to the whole thing, 
there, there, there's so much more to it. And I feel like that in itself is another lesson. Like when we just take little clips of things out of context, yes, they could be powerful or a little quote or, or whatever, but you got to dig in and make sure you're getting the whole, the whole story, right? The whole picture. There's so much more when we take the time to, to really capture all of that. I saw Sarah perk up on that. She was like, yeah, no, I agree with that so much, Glenn. And also it's not only one speech is the other thing that I would say too, like read the letter from a Birmingham jail, read everything, right. read all the speeches. You're exactly right. You don't take one quote from one speech and you don't take one speech as powerful as it is. Dr. Martin Luther King had a body of work that teaches us a lot and that challenges us and pushes us even today. And I think- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. When people kind of think it's one quote or it's one speech, um, and they almost kind of feel like, oh, I got it. If you think you got it, go and read something else that he wrote or go and listen to something else that he said, because there's so much there it would be my encouragement to say. I think that was spot on, Glenn. Yeah, girl, I think that was spot on too, what you saying right there was spot on. So we're going to be talking about Martin Luther King uh, all week this week. We're going to be talking about his ability to pull people together uh, without using violence, without having to... To, to beat down others, but really elevate people and be able to do it in such a powerful way. And how can you apply that in your life to your relationships, your connections, being able to move forward in your business or in, in, in any of those places? So we're going to talk about that all week. We're going to extract all the lessons. We're going to do all of that. It's going to be super fun. What a way to kick it off today. And uh, yeah, so make sure you're here with us. Make sure you're sharing this out and make sure you're ready for this week here on hashtag rise and grind with that said i'm gonna pop over to some good news with my man ramon ray who brings us the good news here on hashtag rise and grind every single day ramon what you got for us today Welcome to a new episode of, of Rise and Grind with Glenn Lenny. Good news, Glenn. I do have some great good news for you today. And again, happy, happy, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everyone. And Glenn Lenny, that was a great opening segment. And thank you to the host for sharing your thoughts today about race, about equality, about motivation, inspiration, and the life that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did live for all of us. So again, welcome to Good News Today on Rise and Grind. I'm Ramon Ray. We have three amazing segments we're going to talk about today. How to build your credibility while working from home. And as we've alluded to, it's amazing the things that were done without social media and the advances of technology today, but we're in a different time today. And so how can you build credibility working from home? And we must say, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he definitely was a man who built credibility. We're going to continue part two of our talk about apps for working out at home. That was a hit. And so I have some more apps for you, new apps. And this is an interesting story. A software engineer pays off almost $60,000 in student debt in one year. Our goal is always to do one of three things, to make you smarter, make you laugh, or just warm your heart. If we do all three, that's a win. And by the way, if you want to get to know me better, you can just check me out at RamonRay.com and feel free to DM me on IG 
Good news. DM me on IG. Good news if you want these show notes. So one, how to build your credibility while working from home. It's really hard sometimes to build credibility. We're not in office on the proverbial water cooler with our friends. Our boss can't come down the hallway and compliment us, congratulate us. So what can we do to kind of build that credibility with our peers? So one, omit distractions. Huh? I'm on Rise and Grind. Yeah, see what I mean? You got to omit distractions because if you're distracted <laughs> when you're at work, <laughs> you're, you're such a clown, dude. I love it. <laughs> I can't help it, Glenn. If you're distracted <laughs> when you're at work, it's not going to show up well. To manage your view, I'm not going to turn my cameras around, but I'm here remote, as it were. They call it like a remote on location here at the Gaylord Hotel in Maryland. And uh, you got to manage your view. So I turned around to things to make a custom studio for you all today. Be professional as you're doing what you do. You want to look your best, sound your best. So Lita is all about communication and more. Be effective. And last, avoid judging. You want people to have grace for you when your kids are in the background, when the dog is barking. So you need to give them grace. So that was one way that we can build a great impression while many of us are working remotely. Another thing I want to share, Glenn and team, is some more apps with how we can be healthier as we work from home. And I'm just going to lift through these quickly. But if you want the full list, just DM me on IG, good news, and you'll get the whole list here. But Fit On, Strong, None to Run, Metron, Asana, Stacked, Nike, Training Club, Strava, and Swerkit. Those are a few apps that will help you work from home. I'd be curious, Sarah, if any of these apps you use or other things. And then our third point, last one of the day, is how a software engineer paid off $60,000 debt in one year. Marvin, I think you'll like this story. One thing he did, Marvin, he slept in his van to save money. I'm not saying everybody has to do that, but some people may want to go that hard too. He tracked every single dollar he spent. Scott Simons, you talk about things like this, especially in the beginning. He worked as much overtime as possible, and it says he was really thankful as well. So those are a few good news segments. I'm Ramon Ray, as I turn it back to the host of Rise and grind with Glenn Lundy. And again, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to all. What's up, host? <laughs> Ramon. Hi. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. I'm going to pop in right go, after you. Sister. You go, sister. You go. Oh, okay. Ramon, when you did this and started talking, I came back. I said, well, wait a minute. Doesn't he remember he's on? So I absolutely love that you reminded <laughs> us of distractions and getting them out of the way. Thank you so much for that. I was going to say it actually always surprises people. I know you called me out because I I love getting things done efficiently. I'm not a big app hack tool person. Like I'm I'm old school. I think it's the creative in me. Like I the pretty much the the app suite that I use is Google. Um so people are always like are you in Asana? I'm like no, that's like um, that, that's like, I can't even, it's like a foreign language to me when things are charted that linearly. I can, I, well, maybe I shouldn't say that in case Sana ever wants to get involved with us, but I can't ever find my project. So I'm not, well, that's I'm, not an honor. I'm a dinosaur when it comes to apps. I'll well, Sarah, honest. since you're, since you're so efficient, we, we honor you in that way, right? We think of that since you're so efficient. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do it. I think maybe it's honestly, it's because my parents didn't let me play Nintendo or PlayStation or anything like that. I'm not wired for all the different switches and I can't, I can't do it. I can't make it work. I mean, Ramon, I actually put, you know, something behind me and now you step up your game. You've got a tie on, you've got this whatever jacket on it. Now you've got this beautiful art, man. Would you slow your roll a little bit and let us try to catch up with you? 
<laughs> I'm with Try Scott Simons, and I'm here, Scott. I will say there's about 10,000 people registered in Maryland for the Professional Photographers Association event, but so I'm kind of in the remote. They didn't give me the piano, and usually I get the Bentley. They only had the Lamborghini available to Gaylord, so I kind of, you know, the Monet wasn't available, so that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, Ramon, tell everybody where you're, did you already tell everyone where you're speaking today? I know my video went in and out, but I'm Yeah, no problem, a little bit, yeah, but awesome. these are thousands of professional photographers, Sarah, Lalisa, Marvin, and Scott, and you'll be, you won't be surprised, but interesting, they're small business owners. They're solo business owners with their camera, their finger, their lens. It's challenged, and one thing they said, team, is that NFTs, they need to have better websites. There's, there's competition from those who think that their smartphone is just as good as a DSLR camera. So I'm excited to learn from them and share with them today about how they can grow their businesses. That's what we do on Rise and Grind. Well, we are excited for them to be able to get the opportunity to spend time with you, Ramon. Like we are so honored to be able to do uh, every single day. You always bring the energy. You always bring the good news. And I absolutely love it, man. So kill it today with them. And if you could, like, learn a few things about the NFT thing, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we're, we're dipping our toes into that world. Uh, but it's interesting. And now Sarah's got me all worried because we're those parents that keep our kids from playing all the all the the video games and stuff yep. like we're that we're we're that we're that family and uh, now I'm concerned later in life they're not going to be able to use Canva so I'm going to reevaluate my parenting uh, <laughs> and while I'm doing that Ramon thanks for being here with us while hey, I'm reevaluating our uh, parenting I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce you guys introduce you guys to Axella and she has an, an incredible incredible voice and she's here with us live today she's going to bring us two songs one song this morning another song a little bit later today and uh, i just absolutely know you're going to love it so axella how are you this morning i am good can you hear me okay yeah we could hear you maybe just a hair more volume because i'd love to hear that beautiful voice nice and loud but yeah we can hear you and we can see how is that now yeah now i can hear you that's okay. wonderful perfect we can hear you and uh we can see you and ready we're ready to to, to see what you got. You ready for us? Perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm let's all do set. It. All right. So this is under. If I lay my head under the water. If I lay my head under the sea Will you follow me down to the river Cause I am down here on my knees I could get in so much trouble for the breath I take I've been cast out of heaven for the sins I've made Heaven Knows that we belong Way down below I'm going Down below The water Now I I won't apologize For the way I like my skirt and I won't ask for your blessings for the dirty little eggs I burst. 
under the water. I lay my head under the sea. So will you follow me down to the river? Cause I am down here on my knees. Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Don't pray to God. And tell him of my sorrows or of my pain. Because I love it and I have no shame. Because I have no shame. So I lay my head, so I lay my head under the water. I lay my head under the sea. Follow me down to the river. I will be down here on my knees. Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Yes, I am down here on my knees under the water sinking deep. Don't pray for me. Thank you. Beautiful. Bravo. You. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, I know you've been singing and producing music for a really long time. And from what I uh, saw when I was looking into your background, like you're You've got some Egyptian and Italian, right? Like uh, 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 an interesting background. And I feel like I hear some of that in, the, in, in, in your music. Talk to us a little bit about how the way that you were brought up and, and your heritage feeds into your, uh, into your gift. Um, so I was raised by my Italian mom. And she really instilled um, kind of structure into my life and a lot of order, a lot of routine. So growing up, I kind of just learned to be very prim and proper, which is probably why I'm messy haired girl now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's kind of come in in the way that I write. So um, it kind of gives me the structure I need in order to kind of put all the pieces together, like in my art and in my craft. It just, it's kind of how I grew up. And my dad is Egyptian, but um, he wasn't really around that much. So <laughs> I, I it's more my mom. I love that. Now you can you can also sing in multiple languages, right? From what I understand. I can. Yeah. What other languages can yeah. you sing in? Um, Italian, I can do Swahili. Um, I know a little bit of French, um, oh. some Spanish. Now I don't speak these <laughs> languages fluently, but I did learn how to sing in them. So that is incredible. I want to uh, give us a little Swahili. That, that, can you do that song? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so incredibly beautiful. What a gift. Incredibly, incredibly talented. Wow, that was amazing. I love how music traverses all like language, right? You agree? Yeah, I do. I think music is a universal language. Yeah, it's just this. I think it can unite anybody. Yeah, it can it can unite us all, right? We can all feel those sounds. It resonates something that goes through our soul. Well, your music is beautiful, and I would love for an opportunity to uh, hear more of it. Is there any chance we could get you to come back here in a little bit? 
Yeah. And of there will course. be uh, the rest of my co-hosts. They want to talk to you. They want to pick your brain. They want to get to know you a little bit more as well. So if you come back a little bit later, we would absolutely appreciate it. You cool with that? Absolutely. I'll be here. Beautiful. I love it. You guys, you need to follow. Hop on over to Instagram at Temple of Excella. Make sure you go out over there and follow her so you can connect. She's an amazing superhuman. And golly, I am so grateful. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There you go. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Follow her over on Instagram. And I love the amazing uh, superhumans that we get to uh, meet and the artists that we get to spend time with here on hashtag rise and grind. So XLO will be back in just a little bit. We've also got an interview with my man, uh, Jeff Martin going to be coming up here in just a bit so make sure you stay tuned we got all kinds of hashtag rise and grind still ahead and we'll be right back it's me and a breakfast club and dude i gotta tell you i am blown away that's right hashtag rise and grind is back the number one morning show in the world monday through friday from 7 to 9 a.m we're bringing it back baby powerful guests the only way to start your day rise evolve impact together hashtag rise and grind <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving a million pieces at the same time. Where did Sarah go? She just like disappeared. Hold on, I gotta bring her back. She's really getting that one over there. Uh, there she is, right there. Beautiful. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what do you guys think about Axella? And then I'm gonna grab my man Alexander. He's gonna be doing a social pop in. Uh, for us and giving us some connections so real quick if uh, one of you guys wanted to share your thoughts on accelerate there while I go grab him I would greatly appreciate it I really, I really enjoyed it, it. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to the next song personally um, you know I, I think uh, with that blend uh, that's what I really want to tap into that blend uh, um, of cultural sort of influence um, I'd love to know where she sort of pulls from because I was listening to some of her other songs on on Instagram and you know, I was getting a, a very different sort of vibe vibe to the song that she performed um, just now. So I think it's uh, going to be really interesting to hear the second song. Yeah, I agree with you 1000%. She has a very diverse way uh, of, of delivering those special, special tones. And speaking of diverse and someone who is uh, incredible and has an incredible way of delivering uh, their own version of lyrical impact is that right word lyrics yeah lyrics are like music i don't know i just like saying amazing things about alexander because he's amazing so with that said next up i'm gonna bring my man alexander alexander's been hanging out over in those internet streets alexander what's going on out there my man what is up <laughs> wake up what is up everyone alexander gonzalez coming to you live from saint petersburg florida and listen word on the streets is that people are loving the fact that we are honoring martin luther king jr on martin luther king jr day we know that his birthday was january and today the 17th will be honoring him which happens to be my son's birthday so i have a five-year-old today uh some of the awesome Quotes that I have, Dora Maria said, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, 
but the silence of our friends. Martin Luther King Jr. Woo! That one hit for me. Are we doing what it takes? Because when we think about Martin Luther King King Jr.'s life, was and I, I want to use this because someone said this, Yvette Searson, and I thought this was phenomenal. His willingness to be abused by police, arrested for what he stood for, to leave his beautiful wife and his kids to constantly plan and execute movements. One word, selfless. Are you doing what's required to better the next generation? I know that MLK definitely did, and people are loving it. <clears throat> Another quote here, by Dora Maria, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So people are loving Martin Luther King Jr. Abundant Health Services. I'm not sure what your name is if you want to send that to me because you're such a great commenter. Uh, but says, happy Martin Luther King Day of service from Shanti with the flair. So you're Shanti with the flair. What a dream to hear her beautiful voice and see the diverse panel. God is so good. So they loved our musical guest voice. They love seeing the diversity on the panel. And Gloria Bond says that I have a dream speech is phenomenal. They loved hearing that here on this very, very sacred day where we honor a man who forever changed all of our lives. And so, yeah, that's the word on the street. I mean, Christina Howard, so powerful. Thank you for honoring MLK. Over on LinkedIn, we have Dora Maria slaying it, always giving the LinkedIn links, the Instagram links to all of our people, including our musicians. She even posted links on where to find her music right there in the comments. Dora Maria is always coming in hot for us here on these Clubhouse Streets. What's up, panel? I'm nervous. I don't know about anyone else, but I, I'm nervous that you're going to stand up right now. I'll be honest with you, Alexander. I mean, I mean, the thing know, is this, is the standing up is only fun if it's not time. expected, right? So two days in a row, you didn't think that would happen. Now tomorrow, maybe. Who knows? I'm not I don't know. How what are you guys thinking about the Martin Luther King Jr. stuff? Go ahead. Go ahead. I can't hear you. Go ahead, Scott. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, yeah, go, I said, I'm not standing up, so don't even ask. Uh, I'm still at home. But anyway, um, no, <laughs> you, know, you know, Alexander, we always love your energy. And what is the best way for people to grab your attention? Is it is what, what hashtag do they use? And, and what's best practices to be seen out you there? Know, in the that's a really good crate, uh, a question. Whenever you have, I have all the apps up at the same time. Sometimes comments disappear on my end when I'm not on the app. And I can tell because there'll be a lag. For whatever reason, YouTube doesn't do that. I can see all YouTube comments constantly. So sometimes when the show ends, I can see comments that I've missed. Also, if you tag me in the comment, it's much easier for me to then grab it, screenshot it, so that I can actually comment it and share it. And just be prolific. If you like something, write it down. I don't care if I see Christina Howard with 73 different messages back and forth. I love it. Dona Maria, you kill it. Dr. Jamicia, I see you. I want to see that over and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that, Alexander. And it's all about the engagement, right? It's all about building a relationship and having the opportunity to do so. Brother, you doing good this morning? Did you have a good weekend? 
Dude, celebrated my my son's birthday all day. Today we woke up literally five minutes before I jumped on. We did the whole like sprayed him with silly string and the whole thing. Now he's eating some of his favorite breakfast. And we'll have another day four of celebrating his birthday today. We'll be it, underway. Man. So I'm having a great weekend. I love it. And just to clarify, he did not just wake up five minutes ago. They just did that with his son five <laughs> minutes ago. Alexander's been crying, right, right. waking up at 5 a.m. every day for the, since November, right? Since November 5th, I think. The day, whatever that first Monday was after Grow for God, yeah. I have had two days that I did not show up to Clubhouse at five, but I was still up. I had something to do. You know what? Actually, I'm still juggling. Now I get up at 4.30 because I need time to ride into my rise and grind. Yeah. I didn't have enough time. So well, I was like, I got to get earlier. You're going to get me up at four soon. Welcome to my world, Alexander. <laughs> People are like, why do you get up at 3.20? I'm like, because I have to, to get all this stuff done. It's just how it's, it's not that I love 3.20. I love getting stuff done. And we love you, Alexander. Go hang out in those streets a little bit more. Come back here in just a little bit, all right? I'm going to go talk to uh, my man, Jeff Martin. Thanks, Alexander. We love you. I'm going to go talk to uh, Jeff Martin. And Jeff Martin is an expert in recruitment and career coaching. He advises top management at Fortune 100 and 500 companies on the best hiring strategies. Uh, when he's not doing that for, I mean, he does that for public figures and celebrities. But when he's not doing that, he's leading his recruitment agencies. Uh, he's got an agency, Jeffrey Agency. He also has university recruiters that handle the staffing needs of some of the most prestigious companies in the country he's grown a following of hundreds of thousands of followers millions of views worldwide oh i'm sorry i thought i had put this over the whole time <laughs> alexander's just sitting there smiling i thought i had this beautiful picture of my man as i'm going through all of his accolades because he has so many but i had this picture of alexander up there the whole time sorry about that alexander all right with no further ado i'm going to introduce you guys to the one and only mr jeff martin That is powerful, powerful, valuable stuff. Jeff, good morning. How are you, sir? What's up, brother? Good to see you. It's great to see you as well, my man. It's great to see you as well. How was your weekend? It was good, man. I laid low. You know, sometimes you got to rest that brain. Um, went hard last week and sat in the couch and watched football all week. Okay. All right. Who are you cheering for? Just to, just to clarify this, who you're supposed to say right here. Yeah, you know what? I was. Okay, okay. I was right. hoping the We're good. Then yep. this interview's um, going well so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But how you been, brother? Been a while. I know. It has been a while, man. I've been good, and I am so interested in some of the things that you're doing because I see you popping up kind of everywhere. Uh, your, your, your videos are incredible. And, Jeff, how did you turn recruiting into something people, like, turned it into this thing where it's like entertaining it's sexy it's you've been able to draw a lot of attention whereas typically when you think of recruiting you don't think sexy or fun or entertaining how, how have you been able to make that that pivot yeah you know uh long and short of it is i actually did i put a video out last week at some point and it was me in a room with uh gary vaynerchuk big you know, uh, entrepreneur out of New York. And I remember he came to me and he said, 
there's no one doing, there's no face of recruiting. People pay celebrities to be the face. And he literally sat down, this is five, four or five years ago, gave me a blueprint on if you execute on this, right, maybe that could be you. Um, so literally, he gave me the blueprint. He worked with me monthly on, uh, you know, the biggest thing is executing, right? Um, and making sure I put out content, 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 right? I put enough content out there that has to do with the world I'm in, which is staffing and recruiting, that I'm able to get the attention of, of those that need it. Yeah, man, I, I, I love that. I love it for a couple of reasons. I, one, you got feedback from Gary V, which is somebody who is doing it, right? You didn't go to somebody that, you know, you, you didn't get the opinion of somebody that, that isn't already there. I think that's a super yeah. important strategy. You want to get somebody that's already there. But then you took it and you actually executed on the blueprint. And I've seen Gary do that tons of times, right? He's like, you need to do this, 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 this. But then people don't go out and execute on it, which you did, and you're reaping the rewards of that. And I think you're also helping a lot of people. We're in an interesting time in all of humanity right now, man. So talk to us about how important what you're doing is now, the role that it's it's playing, and maybe some of the things that you're seeing from your side and your perspective that we don't necessarily see over on our side. Yeah, so it, you know, it's almost like the housing market where it goes back and forth, buyer, seller. Um, right now it's a candidate's market. They get to call their shot and companies are scrambling. I mean, I've never in my life seen it like this. I've never been more busy, but harder to make money. Mm. Um, just because you got to talk to 500 more people. So right now it's working with, with companies on how do you attract that top talent to want to come where you are, right? You know, you, you, this is interesting. You hear about how lazy everyone is and everyone's at home milking the government. That's actually bullshit. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with it. That, that, that might be the lower level tier. And I don't say that to put anyone down, but Hey, if I could make 400 bucks a month and that's what I was making working great, I could see that. But what, what people have to understand what's going on right now is a two years ago, if I'm trying to recruit Glenn or anybody, Right. There's a lot of, of uh, bullet points that pop up. What's your commute? Who are you dealing with in the office? Right. How long do you have to be in the office? All that is something there is going to make him pick up the phone and want to call me. What, what people have to realize when they hear how hard it is to get employees, it's such a fair playing field. Right. If I'm in D.C., Baltimore area and I'm trying to recruit somebody now has options all around the country because it's remote. There is no more commute. They do not have to drive anywhere. They necessarily don't have to deal with paying the asses from the office because they're essentially at home. They shut off Zoom and they move on. So from a, a company standpoint, the challenge is how do we get people to pick up the phone and want to entertain a call when life is pretty good where they got it? Makes yeah. sense? Yeah, to to totally makes sense. And I think that you're spot on, you know, it's not a, it's not a matter of lazy or people not having desire or will to work. But I will say that in my experience, <clears throat> and I work with a lot of, uh, you know, uh, top, top level people in the automotive industry. And what I'll say is 
what I am hearing is a lot of people are saying, is what I was, is what I was doing what I want to be doing, right? Like, yeah, I actually have options. I was looking at uh, Jeff, I saw the, um, the list of like the top YouTubers and what they're earning right now, right? It's crazy, right? Mr. Beast making like 52 million, Jake Paul, 45 million. Uh, there's there's one dude, I forget his name, he does these like little pick your own adventure skits for kids and whatever. He's making like 27 million, this little girl making another 20 million. And I think people are just starting to realize like, I don't have to take that crap that I was taking for those meager wages that I was earning and, 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 and maybe I wanna do something new. So how do you in this particular market now obviously we could always hook up with somebody like you jeff and, and go out and get the, the the top talent in the world but is there something that we can do if we have maybe a small business and we're looking to maybe attract uh, uh people our way is there something that we can do organically is there things that we can do on social do you get any tips on on how we can attract some of these driven individuals that maybe hated where they were and now we have an opportunity to capitalize on that yeah, I mean, the easiest and most, you know, the freeway is to take advantage of, of literally uh, social, right? And honestly, you know, LinkedIn is the tool that I use, um, but Instagram is also a, a good thing. And I tell these smaller companies, right, you can set a budget on Instagram and tell the story of, you know, why you're different and why it's fun to work there and why you should come and why we're different. Everyone is so sick of hearing the same old reasons why you should come over to work for me, right? So come up with something different that gets these people say, oh, shoot, okay, that's different, right? The, the problem is, Glenn, like we said, is, is everybody, you know, even if I hate where I'm at, the next job I could probably do from my couch and I'm in Baltimore, I could do it in California, right? right? So it's just what happens is you have to do a lot more of it you need a lot more swings at the plate. Mm. And then what you don't see is I finally get you, you get the offer. When you go tell work that you're leaving, they, no, you're not. Cause I know I can't replace you. What's it going to cost to keep you? Mm. And it's just, uh, but anyway, so, so I get on, honestly, I tell these companies, get on LinkedIn and tell your story and have your employees tell the story why I love it there. Right. And, and change up sometimes who you're looking for, right? In the heyday, we're all looking for that diamond in the rough and yeah. your resume better be this and you better have gone to this school with this GPA. And I think that's bullshit. I think there's people out there, whether they were raising kids or or never went to college that are without work and out hustle 90% of the other pucks. No um, so no my message to them is stop shredding those resumes and have a conversation. Pick yep. up the phone. You don't know until you talk to them. I don't care that you didn't go to a top school with a 4.0. I don't, I, that does nothing for me. I care about your grit, your grind, your hustle. But when your resume screening, those people get shredded, tossed. Oh, job gap, raising a kid. What? That, that lady or that guy would probably crush half your employees. No doubt. So no I, doubt. Think, I think employees are starting to say, okay, wait a minute. Let's look at some other things yeah. versus job title, where they went to school, GPA, which to me means nothing. I agree. Elon Musk talks about this, right? Like the two hand test and just he doesn't care about the degrees. He wants to know, can you get your hands dirty? Can you get in there and can you get the good job done? We're looking for a certain character trait, not necessarily a path that 
maybe your parents put you on or that you went on. Jeff, they are blowing me up in the back. The panel's like, let us at him. We want to get to Jeff. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab you real quick. I think I'm going to grab you over here. And I'm going to throw you over into the hot seat with the rest of the crew here on hashtag rise and grind. Boys and girls, go get him. I know you've been biting at the bit. Go get him. <laughs> Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? Good, good. How are you? I love it. I'm doing amazing. Yes, I have a question for you, and I know everybody wants to get in. The question that I have for you is, listen, you mentioned that there are companies that are ready, open, willing, ready to hire, but there's so many that's listening in today that are unable to just get in. So my question to you today, especially for small business owners, those solo entrepreneurs that are looking to speak or coach or train inside of these organizations, what's one tactic that you would leave them with so that they can start really being seen by these companies? Honestly, I mean, this might not be the exciting answer. Put your stuff on LinkedIn and tag these HR managers and, and, you know, CEOs, but you got to keep putting it out there as Glenn and I were speaking in the beginning. I mean, LinkedIn is where it's at, right? If you want to get in front of an HR person to be able to HR essentially, right? If it's a small company, you go CEO or someone like that, right? If, if you want to get in front of salespeople, go after the sales managers, right? Get on LinkedIn. You could see the company database, right? You, you see who works there. And you message, by the way, this is homework and this is where people don't execute. You message everyone that is a sales VP, sales manager, blah, blah, blah. And you tell them, I know I can bring you value. Give me an hour. And here's the part that's going to blow your mind. You may have to do it for free first. But once they see, I in the beginning, my LinkedIn training was free. It was totally free. I just wanted to get in front of you so you could be like, oh, that guy's got energy. I like him. I like him. And now it's not free. But for a year it was, right? And I've had people, my wife, what are you doing? We got, you know, you can't give it away. No, you can give it away. And if I'm someone small and I want to get into a big company, sometimes you got to eat it, right? For later on. Um, but to answer your question, I'm in front of all the people that I think I need to be in front of via LinkedIn. Simple as that. Quick message, quick message. And you got to realize HR, especially with people remote, their job is to fill up benefits, right? Not just health and medical, speakers and engagement and, and things that are going to bring value. So when you attack an HR manager, hey, I think I could bring value. Here's what I could do, blah, blah, blah. Of course, they're going to say how much. That's up to you. But I watch if you say, you know what, I'll do it for free. And if you think it's worth it, you could bring me back later and we could talk money. Watch how many companies you get in front of. And if you're that good, I always say the cream will rise. They will bring you back and know there's a fee associated. Jeff, let me know if um, you're having trouble hearing me. I know my video is a little fuzzy, but obviously we're talking about the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. today. And I'm super curious to hear from you as a recruitment expert, um, whether that be for companies or for recruiters, what are some practices that they can take to make sure that um, they're actually recruiting a diverse base of candidates? And, you know, so often companies say it's a challenge to do so. What are some best practices around that, that you can share with our listeners today? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a challenge now because everyone's kind of at work happy, right, or or satisfied, or don't don't want to jump. But you know, um, it, I think it starts with the recruiters, and and they need training, and that's one of the things I do. Is you know, you have to you have to train. Recruiters are the ones going out there finding them, whether it's an internal recruiter for your company or whether it's a third party like myself. They need to be trained and understand what that all means, what it looks like, why it's important, right? And then, you know, I hate to say this, but they're chasing a paycheck. They just want the best person hired, right? And so do we all. Um, but I honestly think that, you know, for us, it's, it's we don't have a, a hard time with it, right? We're on LinkedIn, right? So we can see, you know, who's what, where they're at, where they've been. And we go after obviously the best ones, but it, it starts with training, HR, bringing it down to the recruiters on, you know, why it's important, letting them understand why the company needs it, why we need to do it, not just, hey, go get me someone with this kind of resume. And then it opens their eyes up a little bit. But the, the, the reason it's a little bit harder, I was with a, a lawyer on Friday who, you know, he wants to bring more women into the company, more women lawyers in Baltimore, right? Well, so does everyone else. So it's a, you know, so some of it comes down to it's a tug of war that that company's already got that high power profile woman. I can't get, you know, comes a recruiting war versus I can't find them. I'd love to hop in and, and ask a question if we've got time. Jeff, it's great to have you here, um, you. especially a, a, a LinkedIn fan like myself. Um, look, I, I work a lot with entrepreneurs and business owners, and I, I always feel that um, they don't really give LinkedIn enough respect. And, and so I'd love for you to share um, your thoughts on, on how they can actually uh, tap into LinkedIn, taking into consideration that we've got the creator mode now and we've got, you know, the, the, the voice uh, element in beta mode and things like that. You know, what are some of your um, uh, thoughts on, on what they should be doing? You know, that's a great question. And, and I'm very passionate about LinkedIn. I'm, you know, before COVID, I was up at corporate in the Empire State Building literally once every six, seven weeks. Um, they're the ones that built my ebook, right? So, you know, there's, there's no one more passionate. I think it's the most powerful business platform in the world, right? It gives you the ability to see everybody, what they've done, where they work, how they do it. And, you know, you have to understand how to use it. But if you, you have the ability to get in front of anyone you want at any company in the world, right? If you use LinkedIn, right. Um, and, and that's where it becomes an issue because everybody on this panel and everybody out there selling what they're selling or doing what they're doing, they're experts in what they do, but they don't put it out there, right? So if I'm a realtor and I do this all the time, I, I work with some of the Bravo um, real estate guys, Ryan Serhant and his team, and I come in and we talk and I say, listen, if every day I gave you a tip of the day on how to buy a house, 90% of the people watching may be bored out of their minds. I'm going after that other 10 that, that my low level step one, right, on how to buy a house or how to look for a house is going to get their attention. Um, but everybody tries to go on. I did it too. And this came from Gary. I would go on and I would try to blow my own mind. I had to come up with some unbelievable content that was going to make you say, holy cow, 
And I remember he said, bring it down to earth. Remember, you use LinkedIn every day. I use it 15 hours a day, seven days a week. It's how I make every dollar I have, right? He's like, you're going to speak at a much higher level. Bring it down. Here's how you log in. Here's how you do it. But we think it's boring because we're the expert. So sure. for those people out <clears throat> there, right, become the expert. Tell people what you sell. I know it may be boring. LinkedIn is not about essentially likes and 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 comments. I mean, it, that helps. Right. But what you want to look at is views, right? There's a lot of people. I get a lot of views that I've never known give a crap about my stuff. And then they send me a message. I've been following you for years. Can we chat? No doubt. Right? This isn't, oh, I didn't get a lot of likes. My kid must not be cute today. Don't worry <laughs> about that. And what happens is you put out content, put out content, and you don't see likes or, or um, you know, uh, responses. That's because no one has anything to say, but they viewed it. Right. They That's viewed right. it. So if you keep viewing me, three or four days a week, three days a week, and I'm giving you knowledge. Maybe today you don't give a crap about me, right? You don't care. Yeah. But in a six months, overnight. oh, there's that guy that talks recruiting. It's time to chat. Yeah. But going back to our opening, right, Glenn, I, if you don't execute, you'll never get to that point. No doubt. Right? If you do it for three weeks and say, oh, my God, I got no business. No one's liking my stuff. You're never going to get to that point. So uh marvin it's execute execute get on linkedin stop thinking you have to blow everyone's mind give the most basic entry level info and you start to build oh there's the expert there's the guy or girl that knows you know what they're doing absolutely jeff you absolutely are the that. guy that knows what he's doing and we would love to talk to you even more over on clubhouse after the show's over here, if you have some time, we can pick your brain some more. Um, I'm going to pop out of here. What is the best way for everyone to connect with you? I'm going to guess you're going to say LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, have a, a, I have a big follow on Instagram, but it's not my thing. Um, my lane is business coaching, LinkedIn, you know, LinkedIn. Baby. So LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Everybody go follow my man, Jeff Martin, over on LinkedIn. Also, come hang out with us over in Clubhouse. We're going to pick his brain a little bit more on these particular topics. Jeff, thanks so much for being with us here today on Hashtag Rising Grind, my man. I love you. I am cheering for you. I think you're an amazing man, superhero, brother. bro. Thank you for having me. I'll, I'll try to get over there. All right, cool. Go hop on over to Clubhouse. And while Jeff is doing that, I'm going to send and we're going to go find out what's going on in the street. Because we've been hanging out in here with Jeff, but my boy Alexander's been hanging out there with you guys. I just, just want to make it notice that I didn't speak before I was supposed to. I turned off my view button, and on day 15, I think I maybe got this going. So, you know, all baby steps. So I just had to celebrate myself today. Uh, but listen... It, I'm loving all the comments. YouTube is getting hot. YouTube is very, very hot right now. And so let's read what we got going on on all of these things. First and foremost, we see that this is a quote by Christina Howard that Jeff Martin just shared. She said, take advantage of social. We have the incredible social media show to teach us all the things social media. Thanks for the shout out, Christina Howard. Also, Christina Howard said, stop shredding those resumes and start having conversations. Uh, Valerie Oakley says, sounds like LinkedIn is the place to be. 
a place to bring value. And over here, Gloria Bond said that there's nothing like being a servant. Uh, Gloria Bond also quoted Jeff saying that the cream, <laughs> the cream will rise. Valerie Oakley kept on with provide information, share experiences, and over deliver, quoting Glenn Lundy. And Christina said it starts with the recruiters. They need training. I can tell you that my good friend, Marilyn Wilkinson, who's in the space of recruiting, is loving the conversation um, because she's heard Jeff speak and couldn't speak to him then and love getting this coaching here. And she's glad to be celebrating a man who's contributing to making it possible for biracial son, her biracial son, to be living his best life. And I believe she's referencing Martin Luther King and the incredible people on this panel. Yeah, man. And also my boy Brad Wise down there at Furman Chevrolet, who's got uh, Maryland's son, Miles, killing it down there at that particular dealership. So, Alexander, man, the, um, the, the, the comments, like, I love how we can weave these things together, right? We can bring in somebody like Jeff. We can bring in Excella. Then we can bring in the perspectives of the Christina Howards and the Mary Lids, right? Uh, Jeremy Nolan, my boy Jeremy Nolan, who's in there. Just all these different things. And, and it really speaks to, to me, really the vision of what ML, MLK wanted, right? Like, this is what he wanted, is us to be able to give these different angles, perspectives, uh, and opinions. And I think it really is food for the soul this morning, you know? I, absolutely. And the thing is, is like, you know, what MLK did was he set the precedent for all disenfranchised groups, you know, as the father of a daughter, and you guys heard me say this over and over and over. I appreciate women like Sarah, like Candace, like Lolita, like all the other women that you see on Breakfast with Champions that are killing it out there because they're tearing down the ceilings that have been placed by previous generations for my daughter. I think about Willow, for example, who Willow is one of the most, if you haven't met Glenn Lundy's kids, you're missing out. They're, not only are they beautiful children, they all have their own unique personality, but Willow stands out. Joel and Willow stands out. Joel stands out as the silent hero, the silent leader, and Willow stands out as the superstar, right? Willow's going to need women going ahead of her crushing these ceilings because she's going to be doing it on her own for the next generation. You know what I'm saying? And so when we have daughters, like Sarah has her two incredible daughters, my daughter, Sophia, your daughter, Willow, and all your other daughters. I mean, your eldest daughter um, with, with Leslie, she's like mama bear. She handles everything. I see her making, she's a Dora Maria. She's taking the pressure off of the two of you before you, it even gets to you. And when I see those women or soon to be women, I get excited by men like MLK and women like Lolita and women like Sarah and Candace that paved the way for these disenfranchised groups to have ceilings broken. So it makes me happy. I love that. I love that. I love that. None of my kids would likely be able to walk the streets today if it wasn't for MLK and uh, uh, what, what he did. My kids probably wouldn't even be alive. I probably wouldn't even be alive. And so if you think of the impact, and uh, it just blows my mind that he was able to, to, to pull people together in a, such a divided time. And I think it speaks to 2022, where there's so much division uh, out there right now, when the real solution is to come together, one collective conscious, and uh, respect each other, right? Respect each other's differences, but find a way to come together and, and make things better. Alexander, 
I love you, my man. Thank you so much for joining us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind every single day, keeping us connected with what's going on in those streets. We'll see you over on Clubhouse in just a few minutes because I know you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is my man, Alexander Gonzalez. Make sure you go follow him. He's on Instagram, not the fat dad, I believe. Not the fat dad over there on Instagram. Make sure you go follow Alexander. And with that, uh, Excella, we had asked her earlier if she would come back and do another song for us today. And she has agreed to do so. And so we're super excited to toss it back over to her. Excella, take it away. <laughs> Hi, all right. I'm going to do a song partially in Italian for you guys. So here we go. I love that. <laughs> Never have I imagined a smile like yours. So far away, so close to me, and I don't know what I want more. So what I'll say is that I know your place, and this feeling won't fade away. Suddenly, my love. Non so scappare, tirangero, because all I want is you, because all I want is you. daydream you walked in reminded me to look up at the night sky and I'd see the moon and every time after I think of you no matter how far away we are I still feel you suddenly my love the non so scappare tirangero because all I want is you because all I want is you. Thank you, guys. Bravo. Incredible, incredible, incredible. That was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you. I, I, I really enjoyed that. And look, I, I would love for those of, the, of uh, the listeners who aren't actually watching the feed, I would love for you to, to um, connect with uh, 
great seller over on Instagram. Um, is it to just remind us, remind us of your Instagram handle, um, Excella, just so yes. for those that aren't watching the feed? Uh, it's Temple of Excella. So just Temple, like the body, and Excella, me. And then if you are watching, find it. Fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. A, a very quick question I would love to ask you, actually, because um, I know Glenn lent into this a little bit in respect to your sort of culture and the Italian influence and Egyptian and so on. Um, I just want to make it clear to everyone that um, Excel is a writer. Do you know what I mean? I think that's kind of a big deal for any artist. Um, and I absolutely love that about you. Um, is it difficult to actually when you're singing in a different um, language, um, it, does that change the writing process? It does. Um, I generally um, bounce my non-English lyrics off of people um, that I know speak Italian or um, speak French or Spanish and say, does this make sense grammatically? Is the song structure okay? And sometimes it's not. Um, <laughs> so I kind of have to second guess sometimes if I've structured it right, but I always get feedback. <laughs> Excel, a fantastic no, voice, fantastic voice. It's amazing. So you said your mom's Italian. My mom's Italian. Uh, my mom was a Bignotti, B-I-G-N-O-T-T-I. We're from the northern part of Italy. But I have trouble just with okay. English. How did you, one, do you know what part of Italy you're from? And two, obviously you do. Then two, how did you learn all these languages? I struggle with just English. Um, so Sicilian is um, the type of Italian my mom is, um, although I don't think she's first generation, second generation, or third. I think she's like fourth generation here. Um, but learning another language I found really interesting because I was an only child. So um, I had a lot of extra time on my hands to kind of pick up hobbies and um, learning different languages was definitely one. That's amazing. Yeah, and we're Northern Italian, so we're more lighter skin. And then you're a Southern Italian, so more darker skin, more dark complected. But amazing. So nice to meet you and connect with you. Amazing human being. Yes, you are an amazing human being, super, super skilled. And I can't wait for the world to get to hear more of your incredible, incredible talent and incredible lyrics. Everybody connect with Excella at Excella at Temple of Excella, right? At Temple of Excella. Temple like the body, Excella like me, she said. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here with us on Hashtag Rise and Grind this Thank morning. You You're amazing. And we have a surprise for you all here on Hashtag Rise and Grind this morning. The incredible Niku Losi is with us today as well. She's going to be popping in, talking to us a little bit about fitness and how to take care of our bodies. I hope anyway, uh, I see her in the link, but I don't necessarily see her in the view. Nico, are you there? I am here trying to figure out how to turn on the video. Yeah, I was going to say I can hear you, but I can't see you yet. Got to turn that camera on. All right, so I clicked on the camera. <laughs> and it shows that it's on, but I'm not seeing my face anywhere. I'm not seeing your face either. Try popping out real quick and pop back in. Let's see if that works. Because we want to see your face as we hear what you have to say uh, while Niku's 
doing that over here we'll pop over to the crew man this show i'm telling you it's moving faster and faster every episode it is it's so crazy that the time just flies all the way by but one of the things i can't wait to do is engage with everyone in clubhouse after i think that's one of the most fabulous pieces to hear folks thought specifically when we talk about martin luther king jr how far we've come and what folks individually are doing to leave their footprint i think that's the key as we move to action what you think yeah yeah i love that yeah that sounds like a, a great plan i would actually love for um uh, to Alexander's point, love for people to also be sharing uh, uh, what we've been up to on the socials and, and using those hashtags and also drop your, your favorite Martin Luther King quote. I would love just to flood the internet with, with some of his words today, um, but yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Marvin. I think a lot of times people see it as a day off and sometimes they truly forget about the true meaning about the day. And I made a post first thing this morning, the quote that I shared. And then I noticed people in my network, especially on Facebook, they started putting up posts. So by putting the post up first and acknowledging the real reason behind the day, it created other people. People in my post were saying, can we share this? Absolutely. Please share. So it can help remind us of, of the reason behind the day and what we're looking to accomplish as a country. Like Olita said, we've came a long way, but we have a long way to go. And Scott, that's so important too. I'll just say really quickly, I think the post is step one, but you have to examine what you're doing in your company, in your community, in your family to live into whatever quote you share. So that would be my encouragement as well. I agree 1000% Sarah McCord bringing us home. And as I said earlier, we're going to be bringing my friend Niku Losi in, and I believe we have her on video now. Niku, how are you? Good morning. Sorry, Good morning. it's not a not that bright over here right now. It's okay. Yeah, you're in Arizona, so it's still fairly early over on that side of the country. But thank you so much for um, joining us. And you were going to talk to us a little bit today about the uh, the fitness side of things, right? Because we're all about mind body and spirit takes all three to be able to get through there. So what do you got for us today, Niku? 100%. So we're going to go complete mind, body, soul today. Um, actually, I'm in California, so it's a little bit earlier here. Oh, right wow, now, even another hour good. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I have a masterclass that I've created. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me in the last month saying, hey, you know, new year, new me. I want to go ahead and really take charge of my health. I want to start making fitness a part of my life. And I said, you know what? It's not about setting resolutions. It's about creating revolutions and making really, really simple lifestyle changes so that this can last for more than 30, 60 days. I want this to become a part of your lifelong change, right? So in this masterclass, I'm really trying to help people take back their health the way that I did when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and dealing with a lot of my gut issues um, for over almost two decades, actually. I started dealing with bloating and chronic inflammation and fatigue since I was in high school. And I went to a number of different doctors and specialists and they were all like, okay, here's a medication for that. Here's a medication for that. And it was all about treating the symptoms I was experiencing, but not actually finding out what is the root cause of what's making her feel this way. What's leading to her bloating? What's leading to her gut wrenching pain? What's leading to her depression and anxiety? So fast forward 18 years later, I finally found the solution. And it was really, really simple. It didn't include yo-yo dieting. It didn't include 
um, supplements and medication and all that. It was just really simple changes I had to make in the foods I was eating, really simple changes I had to make in how I started my day. So morning routine, super important, reprogramming the subconscious mind when we're still in that state of theta, and then incorporating movement to help me naturally balance my hormones. So my goal is to get the mission out there to let women know that you can feel your best from the inside out and it doesn't have to take being poked and prodded with needles and blood work and lab work and testosterone shots, which is what I was being put on for hormone therapy and all the things, but there's there's a better way and a more sustainable way that's not frustrating and confusing. Yes, I love that. And I wanna shout out and say, uh, she says women, but it ain't just women. Uh, Niku jumped on with me and helped restructure my diet, helped me look at foods a lot differently. And that was really the biggest shift for me was starting to understand that it is not easy. And then that scares me. Like, why is it that when we walk into a gas station, you cannot find anything healthy on any shelf? Like, why is it so easy to get a burger at McDonald's, but a pain in the rear end to get a nice healthy meal from Whole Foods? Like, why is it? And it just, it, it, it showed me that we are not set up to succeed. It does take a mindset shift, very intentional. And uh, Niku helped me lose 20 pounds. I had put on COVID 20 in that uh, first year eating bowls of ice cream every night in bed with my wife. And she helped me lose 20 pounds and feel so much better. My running is better. I'm so much lighter. My knees don't hurt anymore. I haven't done the yoga stuff yet. I know you want me to do the yoga stuff. I haven't done that yet, uh, but it's been so impactful. So thank you, Niku, for what you've done in my life and the way that you're serving people all around the world. Um, I love that you're pouring in, going all in, and I hope people will connect with you so they can make that change for themselves. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'll share the link on Clubhouse for anyone that wants to join the masterclass. It is free, but registration is required. And everyone that joins and attends live, you will be getting some bonuses and giveaways that will literally change your life within 24 hours. This isn't long-term change. It's, it's things that are going to really help you start feeling better in 48 to 72 hours. And I want to make this simple. I want you to feel like, okay, I understand what's happening in my body now. I'm educated, right? So I'm going to go ahead and just make these simple little changes. Maybe it's just one thing that you remove from your diet and you understand the reason why you're no longer eating that thing. I think education is super important and invaluable. So that's really what I want this masterclass to do for you. It's a masterclass workshop. You're going to be able to ask me questions as well, live Q&A. And it's going to pour in all the things that I did to help me take back my health, to heal my leaky gut holistically without antibiotics, to get myself out of that severe postpartum depression without mood stabilizers and antidepressants. And I want to help the women out there that I know are suffering and the men, because I know men obviously need help balancing their hormones, breaking sugar addiction, which I can guarantee I can help you do that. But yeah, just it's really my mission to help people feel better. Niku, I have to say, I admire so greatly that it feels like with you, the aesthetic results are the bonus. You're so focused on people's health, their well-being, how they feel, how they experience life. And I think that's the right way. I think that's a shift we need to see because we know that when people start with the aesthetics, that's when they fall off. And I think starting with the health and starting with the empowerment is so, so, so powerful. I know you have a challenge going on right now. I know you have this masterclass and I just love your mission. Like, you are so passionate about making everyone in the world healthy. It's obvious from one conversation with you. And I, I 
love that. I think that's, I think that's the right direction and where we need to go. Thank you. And we can't go it alone, right? So I've created a private Facebook community that will up, like uplift and empower the, you to keep pushing forward in these changes. Because when you're doing things alone, that excitement, that adrenaline that started when you're like, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to feel better this year. It tends to wear off when you're just kind of like walking on your own path. So I make sure everyone has an accountability buddy. Oftentimes that person is me, as Glenn will tell you, messaging him, don't eat that candy bar. Don't eat that cereal in the morning. Make sure you're getting in your Pilates or your yoga. I'm cheering him on from the sidelines with his running that he's doing, right? Like you need a cheerleader in your corner to let you know that you're doing well. Even if you don't feel your best yet, it's going to happen with consistency. So with our community, with accountability, with the education, with the meal plans I've created, which I think Glenn will tell you are quite beautiful and the recipes and all that. Like they I make everything beautiful. simple. Like the shopping list I is agree. done for you. I it's agree. all done for you. Yes, they are. They are beautiful. Now, um, I, I will also say that uh, if you don't necessarily like the first list of ingredients, Niku will find a path for you. At first, I was like, there's not there. I need some more meat in here. And so she dialed it in to where I could eat the meats that I like to eat. And she also came up with like a ton of uh, snacks that I would actually love and enjoy. Super healthy snacks, but like really fit me. Like Scott, I know you're like an ice cream dude. You know, like you like your ice cream flavor. Niku could work something in. Like I, she has me eating these dried mangoes, these, but they're like delicious, man. And I didn't even know that was a thing. So thank you, Niku, for, for that. I really appreciate you. Glenn, I Thank don't you, know guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Gwen, I don't know if you're going to be able to convince me to give up my ice cream for some frozen fruit, man. That's that's a hard sell for me, but we could try. It's a tough transition. Thank you, Niku. It's a tough transition, Scott, but your health has got to come first, right? That's right. That's 100%. Now, all joking aside, I know that people that have worked with Niku and have said they've got just amazing results, and I know how much she truly cares about individuals and that accountability. You cannot outwork a bad diet. You know, I, I'm a little bit different than what I would like to accomplish, you know, uh, but anyway, you know, amazing, amazing morning. And, uh, you know, what a powerful way to start our day. Yes, amazing morning indeed here on Hashtag Rise of Grind. Again, the time is going by too fast because I want to sit and I want to talk to Lolita more. I want to talk to Marvin, I want to talk to Scott, talk to Sarah. But the great news is this is an evolving show. And I think we're getting, we're, we're, we're learning all the different pieces. Candace is keeping us on time. We're made, well, somewhat on time. We're, 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 she's trying her hardest to keep us on time. We all like to talk, though. That's why we all met on Clubhouse, because we like to talk. Uh, but listen, uh, those of you that are tuning in this morning, we love you. Thank you so much for being here on Hashtag Rise Grind this morning. We're going to hop over to Clubhouse, and we're going to chat some more uh, over there in, in, in that space. Uh, but really, today, if you would, Dive in if you don't know or if you haven't. You've only maybe gotten little clips of Martin Luther King Jr. in your life. Dive in on him uh, uh, today. There's so many powerful lessons that we can learn that I think really apply uh, to today, right? Really apply to what we got going on today. And then, of course, make sure to connect with all of our guests. Connect with Excella. Connect with Niku Losi. Connect with my man Jeff Martin. Uh, make sure you connect with those folks because they're amazing superhumans. And we're going to bring you some more of them tomorrow here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. All right. You guys ready to go to Clubhouse? Let's do it. Let's do and it. And Fireside at 10 a.m. Glenn, don't forget. 
and Fireside at 10 a.m., folks. Don't forget, Sarah McCord is going to be on there with Elijah, and they're going to be diving into people's businesses, letting you ask questions, so on and so forth. So if you don't have the app Fireside yet, go download it now and make sure that you join them a little bit later over on that Fireside app. It's going to be spectacular. All right, we got to go. I love you guys. See ya. What did everyone think of today's show? I can't wait to hear from all of you. It was powerful. Lolita, I know you had something you wanted to share at the end and we ran out of time. Why don't you take the microphone well, first? <laughs> what was that something? Who knows? But I know it was super important. I'd love to hear and maybe I'll... Oh, no, no, no. Thank you for that. I, I remember now. It was Taniku. One of the things that I absolutely loved that Niku that you shared was really taking things in small bites. And I oftentimes think that we want to take the whole elephant and we just want to lose all the weight right away. We just want to get to that goal right away. We just want to make sure we get to that dream right away. But really, it's in small, manageable chunks with accountability. So thank you for that awesome reminder on this amazing day. Thank you. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I think quick and time to get your body adapted to get your metabolism revved up again and typically that takes two weeks but once you get through that two-week adaptation phase it literally starts to melt off two three four pounds a week so just be patient baby steps follow your community hold yourself accountable and those results will come through whether it's in weight loss it's in feeling better from the inside out it's in getting rid of the bloating once and for all for good and just reducing your inflammation so that you can feel better in all ways with your skin, with your health, and with your mind. You're a little bit in the matrix for me, but I was able to gauge what you were talking about. So thank you, Niku. Love it. Back to you, Sarah. Absolutely. 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 So we have Niku on stage. We have Jeff on stage. Um, I would love to hear, flash your mics. Kate Volman, take the microphone. What do you think of today's episode? I... So enjoyed the episode today. I thought it was awesome. So many great quotes and shares. And I love that Glenn opened it up with um, the Martin Luther King video. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful. I do have a question. I know Jeff is on the stage. I, I really appreciated that interview with Jeff because just recruitment and the job market and everything that's going on is so interesting. Am I? Can I ask a question, Sarah? Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a topic close to my heart. I run a coaching company. And so we deal with this a lot with, with the clients that we work with. So, Jeff, I'm so curious to see, um, again, obviously, my question might be a little bit biased since this is what I do, but I'm curious to see what you have seen in the industries like as a way for companies to really differentiate themselves. Do you see companies increasing their development and training budgets for things like coaching and training and things that really help uplift people to help them become a better version of themselves while they're working at the organization? 1,000%. If this is the industry you're in now, 
here's my saying. I'd make hay while the sun is shining. Uh, bottom line. And a lot of it comes down to um, just keeping these employees engaged. They're spread out, right? There's no more, you know, functions. There's no more getting together on Monday mornings, which, you know, doesn't cause burnout. It's the complete opposite, right? So there's companies coming in that 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 I see all the time that, hey, listen, we'll coach you on how to keep your, you know, your people engaged. Um, but yeah, if you're in the business, which you obviously are, um, there has never been a time to put more hours in than right now, 100%. They also have to give people, like at home, there's a lot less time, right? meaning meaning you have, you know, there you have more time, right? There's there's more downtime where HR likes to fill in, you know, bonus. So sometimes you get them just for that. Hey, listen, yeah, you know, noon uh, to one on a Friday, you know, let's have you pop in and do a a, a lunch and learn. But a one fat to answer your question, I know I, uh, I rambled uh, a thousand percent. I would hit it harder than ever right now. Awesome. Thank you. Not to mention they all have a ton more money. So they're just spending. Absolutely incredible. Who else has uh, a question for anyone on today's show or a reflection on today's episode? Flash those mics if you would like to chime in this morning. I don't see any mic flashes. I feel like everyone's just you know, still kind of soaking in today's show. Go for it, Marvin. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm always um, uh, conscious that uh, we've been on the show, so I'd like to wait for anyone else to jump in first, anyone from the audience. But look, I, I really enjoyed the conversation today, not just um, with uh, Excella, but also Jeff, um, you know, having another uh, LinkedIn fan uh, uh, to, to converse with. I think um, I would love to, to, I've got a few questions, but I want to start with Jeff, um, if that's okay with you, Jeff. Um, what you touched on, I felt was su such a really, um, really valid conversation. Do you actually think, because my personal feeling on where we are right now, with it being a candidates kind of market, um, yes, the pandemic, I feel sort of pushed us or fast forwarded. Um, us to where we are now with with employee employers trying to really um, create a space that is super super attractive to the candidate and and them having so much choice but I feel like we would have got there eventually anyway because of the way technology moves forward um, what's your thoughts on on um, uh, you know what will potentially happen within the next sort of four to five years do you actually think that this will be um, how things will be moving forward? Or do you think there's going to be another shift in another direction? I think, I personally think there's going to be another shift back towards normal, right? Meaning two years ago, um, you know, the CEOs that I'm talking to, you know, kind of going back just to our point when we were speaking about coaching, right? Employees love it, but what people don't see behind the closed doors are these CEOs and the board saying we're losing our culture, we're losing our steam, we're not able, you know, the biggest issue right now is we're not able to train people the way we used to train them, hands-on, relationship, nurturing. So there's going to be some sort of shift back. I don't think it's as hardcore 
as as everyone may think um, or, or that I may think, but it's going to happen. Um, you know, um, uh, there were so many companies that were trying to get back full board open, you know, maybe a hybrid model two days in, you know, three days out. Um, that got pushed. It was supposed to be September. That got pushed. And then it was January and the new Omicron. But I could tell you behind closed doors, you know, there is um, talk of how can we get people back in, not not full time. It's not going to come back like it used to. But how do we bring how do we go? How do we go backwards a little bit? Now, with that being said, that is not going to change the dynamic of companies, you know, finally changing up the way they do things, right? Gary Vee said it best. He said, there's those that adapt and there's those that are dead and they don't know it yet. And I think the old school people that, you know, these bankers and the old school companies that would never change realize, oh, we have to change now. But I do think that the change in everyone being remote Wild Wild West will, will come back a little bit. I know for a fact it will. I hate it. I mean, I, you know, as a CEO, I love having my selfishly. I love having the team around me. I love the rah-rah and, and you know, that it is going to happen to some degree, probably not as hardcore as it used to be, but it will. No, I, I agree with you on that. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see um, what that kind of return to, uh, and I hate this phrase, the new normal, but I don't know what else, to, how, how, how else to articulate you. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what um, that looks like, because um, obviously Twitter was one of the first companies to sort of jump out the window and say, you know, yeah, we're going to keep it like this for the foreseeable future. We have no plan to kind of move back to um, the office environment. But, yeah, I, I love that share, Jeff. Um, you know, we, we always time. talk about the at home, but I can't tell you how many people reach out to me. I'm being dead serious. Let's say, can you please find me? Uh, you know, um, a yeah, job uh, where, where I can I actually go in and be around people, right? So there are people that are like, you know what? I can't stand working at home. Please find me a job where there's a team, there's a culture. I can see people. So anyway, that that's my sense on that. Hey, this is Lolita. I am going to jump right on in before we head over to Marilyn, who I know has a question as well. So Marilyn, get ready because you are next. This really isn't um, to Jeff specifically. It's really a comment on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I remember, you know, this picture that I have on my PTR. I remember visiting the Martin Luther King Memorial in Washington, D.C. and literally having my grandmother in her wheelchair just looking and talking. I remember stories of integration. There's a hot mic if somebody wants to grab it. I remember stories of integration and from where we have come and so far to go. So what I wanted to challenge us with thinking about today, not necessarily answering, but thinking about today is on this day of service, on this day of reflection, what is one thing that we can commit to, to even do today that's gonna shift how we look at the world and how we act within the world? So it's not for an answer, it's more for reflection and a little bit of soul work for everybody. All right. Let's go ahead and go to Marilyn. How are you this morning? Welcome to the stage. Is there a Marilyn or a Mary Lynn? It was a Marilyn. Oh, okay. But Mary Lynn, if you have something, go ahead and pop in. Oh, I was. Oh, I was. I have a weird oh, feedback. Sorry, is it? 
Can you hear me okay? You're in the matrix. Let's try one more time. I think I'm in the matrix. I'll have to pass this time. My apologies. No worries. Let's get some mic flashes if anybody. Hey, Lolita. Oh, I'm back. This is Alexander. Hey, okay, Mary Lynn, come on one more time, and then Alexander was talking. Okay. If well, first I did want to just acknowledge Martin Luther King Day, like I said earlier in the comments. You know, um, I do think he made such a big contribution to. You know, my biracial son living his best life, like literally everyone told me it was going to be the hardest thing I ever did. And it's actually the best thing I ever did in my life. And he's amazing. And but for Jeff, I'm just, you know, inspired because I am brand spanking new to the recruitment space. And even though I'm doing really well, LinkedIn has been a bit intimidating for me. Um, would you say there's such thing as a LinkedIn coach? Uh, yeah, they're I mean, they're out there. I mean, I do trainings all the time i'll you know i i i will say be careful just like a lot of other coaches you could find a lot of it for free um but you know uh, send me a dm i'll work with you there's no charge i'll help you out you know for recruiters you gotta understand the platform and that has to be your best friend so to be intimidated um is a scary thing in, in, in the staffing world. So let's link in, let's link up and I can help you on LinkedIn, but there are coaches out there. I'm just telling you, just be careful. They're going to give you the basics that you could see on YouTube that aren't going to do you any good. You know, the, the, your, my best advice to you besides us catching up is talk to other really good recruiters, right? Because there's how to use LinkedIn and then there's how to use it to recruit. Right. You get a recruiting license. So it's a total. I don't want to bore everyone else, but it's a different animal than just getting on LinkedIn. And then it really comes down to uh, how much your company is going to let you run with you creating your personal brand, you know, versus or if it's your if it's your own company, then it's not a problem. Right. Uh, the biggest thing now on LinkedIn is create your personal brand. Well, some companies have a problem with that. So anyway, yes, there's definitely. But, you know, there, there's so much free advice before you take out your wallet. Um, check out the free stuff. Thank you so much. I appreciate the space, guys. Awesome. Mary, Thank you, Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn. Um, oh, oh I, I just want to share, because um, I know Joshua Bewley is in the room, and he, if, if you're not following him, Mary Lynn, definitely follow Joshua Lee because him and his wife, they do tons of LinkedIn training and they have access to LinkedIn audio. And so in addition to Jeff being a great resource, Joshua is a great resource. There's a lot of great resources here on this app. So just wanted to share. I will second that and give you that endorsement all day long, hundred percent. And I will third that Joshua has been working with one of my guys uh, over on the automotive side of my business uh, over on LinkedIn and has helped us really, really, really blow up over there uh not just with the strategies that he teaches us on how to post what to post those types of things but really getting your head wrapped around that space and why people are in that space and once you kind of get your head wrapped around that it makes it it makes it much easier uh for sure and that's what that's what josh does a great job of so that's a good job I heard that. awesome and i appreciate that i wanted to um so, alexander sorry do you mind if i tap in for a second on that um, two quick things really fast. I want to say, Joshua, 
Uh, you and your wife are actually on a list of names that I sent to Candace of amazing superhumans who said they would get on in here and lead a segment that we need to make happen in 2022. So look out for that email. We can't wait to hear from you some more. And I'll also just take one moment, if you'll forgive me, Alexander, for saying one of my favorite things that Joshua said about LinkedIn that's so true is I'll never forget you saying it's not B2B and it's not B2C, it's H2H. It's not business to business or business to consumer, it's human to human. And I think that's a really powerful perspective, especially today. Alexander, I'm sorry, I just want to grab the mic and tell Joshua that we are going to get him in here for a segment sooner rather than later. I didn't want to miss that opportunity, but I'll pass the mic back over to you, brother. Just making sure there's no one else that needs to say anything. Okay. So. I'll jump in. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so one thing, so if you don't mind, I know that we're all kind of picking your brain, Jeff, but, you know, I'm in Florida. And the reason I'm saying I'm in Florida is because geographically what's happening here is very different than what's happening in other places. And so we are seeing people back to brick and mortars. We are seeing people working their normal nine to fives here. Um, very few people are stay at home. It's almost gone back to the new normal. There's definitely some hybrids, but schools are open, et cetera. We're also seeing an influx of people who just chose, even though they got the opportunity to go back to a brick and mortar, to either pursue their side hustle, become some sort of entrepreneur. The free time gave them the time to innovate and create, and in turn, they're focusing on what they can do without having to see a major brand. Now, like I said, geographically, I'm in Florida. Are you seeing, or are you thinking that the trend is going to be a trend where we see more people go into entrepreneurship and kind of give up that old added, that old mentality of stay with the company for either you know the old old mentality of staying with the company for 40 plus years or staying with the company for three to five years and then transitioning on to a bigger, better opportunity? Are you thinking that we're going to see more entrepreneurs in the near future? I think so. I mean, I think it's it's. To your point, you've had so much downtime over two years and you're at home where other, you know, where people can't see you if you're using another computer and however you're getting it up and running, right? Um, it's happening. Let's just, you know, face it. Um, so, yes, right. And it's, it's that scale that when that scale tilts towards that entrepreneur actually starts making money, right, then they'll go resign and, and, and go full hustle. Um, but there'll be, you know, the same thing. You'll see a ton go try it, right? I see it every day. Everyone wants to go open their staffing firm. It's, you know, cost 500 bucks. You get a website, right? And then those people will come back to the market when, um, when it doesn't work out. Um, not cheering for that, but that's just reality. So I, I do think you're seeing that because people are at home. They have more privacy. They're able to take some calls on their cell phone that have nothing to do with, the W-2 employee paying them, right? You can say that's a horrible thing, but it, it's happening. It is what it is. And it's giving that person the courage to uh, to be able to sort of hybrid work both until, you know, the side hustle becomes a real hustle, 100%. And it's also, it's also it's necessarily the pandemic, but it's also like the, the cool new thing to do, right? You see it on YouTube. Everyone thinks they can go be a YouTuber or an Instagram influencer, which is causing this whole, I'm just going to go work on my own type mentality, which I have no problem with. Business is happy yeah, to yeah, take it back. We're seeing TikTok turn people into millionaires and overnight and, you know, teen sensations having, you know, one post the power to 
you know, drive brand sales. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, but it's true. So, you, so just to kind of make sure we're going to see an influx, but I think in the end, the new normal will still kind of be more of a hybrid kind of where you're seeing a normal percentage. Because, I mean, I heard once a statistic that with, within, I don't know, something like 2025, 40% of Americans will be entrepreneurs or something ridiculous, which is very high, than, you know, comparatively speaking. You don't think that that, will, that trend will necessarily last. It's more of a trend than something that's going to take foot. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, my guess is yes, right? A lot of these people that are giving it a shot in this world right now, um, when it becomes uh, that they have to go in an office two to three days a week, if that happens, right, then they're going to have to make a decision. I do feel a lot will say, shit, I better stick with what's paying the bills and give up my little side hustle. Um, but, you know, what, what you don't see is the amount of colleges that now teach entrepreneurship, right? So it's crazy. People are going to school to become an entrepreneur, which kind of a waste of money, some would say. Um, so I do think there's going to be that rise of people starting their own business, software, and whatever it is. Um, I just think those that have done it in the last couple of years, a lot of it was due to the pandemic. Let me give it a shot. And it wasn't necessarily their passion, right? I mean, to be an entrepreneur, you better wake up and live and breathe and love it. Um, and a lot don't. They're just doing it because it's the cool thing to do. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.